The following Outlaw Radio audio presentation is parody. Please be a grown-up and accept the following program as it is intended. Some elements of Outlaw Radio may not be suitable for uh, anyone. There may be occasional content that offends you or that you find irrelevant. If that is the case, we are doing our job. Accordingly, listener discretion is advised. Outlaw Radio is not for everybody, but neither is Kim Chi. Doohickey, you know, the doohickey that rolls. Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio time! This is Sean Young on Outlaw Radio. <laughs> hey, this is Shelley Berman on Outlaw Radio. Listen, come on, listen to me or listen to Matt. It, if you like being bored, it's great for you. It's Robert Hayes. I'm here on Outlaw Radio with Magic Matt, a.k.a. We are here to drink, we're here to smoke, we're here to interrupt. You may drink, you may smoke, you may interrupt, but I'm here to... Live from the Lighten Up Lounge, this is Tom DeLuise saying, this is Outlaw Radio. Hi, this is Chuck Woolery at Lighten Up Lounge on Outlaw Radio. Lots of fun, guys. Be back, two and two. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we smoke, we drink, and occasionally we bother people who look old and weak. Hi, this is Rick Dees with Magic Matt, a.k.a. Mr. Cigar, in the Lighten Up Lounge. We drink, we smoke, we... This is uh, sort of the official beginning of this weekend's Outlaw Radio. Thank you for spending a little time with us. And if you're there right now, it's only been a little time. Hopefully, you'll make it a little longer. Hi, everybody. I'm Matt, a.k.a. Magic Matt, the man with so many monikers. That way, I get more votes for Homecoming Queen. Yeah, I was too lazy to go out shopping uh, yesterday, uh, but to make it feel like a real Black Friday, I went ahead and punched a few family members. D, 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 D. My father is the best uh, trick to save an absolute fortune on Black Friday. He totally ignores it. D, 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 D. Okay, I wasn't going to share this with you, but I, I will. Um... I got the deal already worked out, put it together for Black Friday. Lori, are you there? I'm here. Our producer, Lori. Yep. Yeah, I'm getting a new Lexus for uh, Lori Downey Jr. And uh, I think she's going to be surprised, but from my perspective, it's an awesome trade. D, 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 D. Lori, did you follow that? I got it. Long Island, Lori? Sure. 
right? I'm hitting the road, Jack. No, that's not it. You're taking Alexis over me. I got it. (laughs) It's a good trade. Sure. So another one of them uh, Friday old-fashioned nights in Hollywood, Cali. Kitty cornered the world-famous Magic Castle, spending some time with uh, one of my best friends of all time. He has a best friend, but he probably doesn't know that he's one of my best buddies and a man that uh, I learn from every time I spend time with the proprietor, the creator of the Magic Castle in Hollywood, California, the world-famous Magic Castle. His name, my friends, is Milt Larson. Milt Larson, good afternoon, morning, or nighttime, depending on when you're watching and or listening out to Outlaw Radio. I'm not washing, and I'm not listening. Okay, that's now that's Milt. Now this is this is a quickie, Milt. First of all, thank you for the perfection in your bar skills. You are, when it comes to bartending, you are the creme de la creme. You make the perfect old fashions, and uh, you kept us going for several hours last night. And for that, I say thank you, Milt Larson. Well, I was a, it was a pleasure to do that because I never stop breaking. I'm breaking right now. <laughs> okay, well, that's the Milt Larson I know. And secondly, there really, sec, number two, um, I want to thank you, and I'm holding this up to the camera right now. So for those of you watching us on YouTube at Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio on YouTube, this is one of only four magic castle uh glasses left it's a double rocks glass signed by milt larson his own self uh gifted me total surprise just sitting there and it makes me almost want to shed a tear it means so much to me thank you milt larson yeah anytime but uh, it's one of the last of the mohicans but it's uh we stopped uh, making that particular glass maybe 20 years ago and uh, because you know they were personalized beautiful glasses they had a magic castle name on them so people would take them home with them yeah they steal them yeah of course so you stop making them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Why, why, why would you do that? And, you know, unless you're going to charge them uh, out the door at the little gift shop. All right. And and finally, but never finally, Milt Larson, um, did you wake up this morning laughing? Yes. Finally understanding my big orange head joke. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. So even even after say eighteen hours esque, you still don't believe it was funny, or you don't get it, or both. Well, both. I I don't get it, or I didn't think it was funny. <laughs> okay. All right. Other than that, I applaud you for wanting to try to abuse me. <laughs> you have to realize I'm very old, and I've heard everything, and that was one I had heard. And 
the, the fact that I had hurry probably means I didn't want to hurry. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to connect now, <laughs> within 30 seconds or so, with the man that gave me that joke, Milt Larson. Thank you for being on this planet. Thank you for, whether you know it or not, tutoring me throughout the last 32 years. I love you dearly, and a happy weekend to my friend, the proprietor, the creator, with his brother Bill of the Magic Castle, the famous Magic Castle in Hollywood, California. Milt Larson, I love you. Thank you, Matt. I love you, too. Oh, man. Oh, God, that's a first. You know, Aww. he's not the most demonstrative, but wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting all tingly now. Well, that, that, my friends, is uh, Milt Larson on Outlaw Radio. I, I called the minister so we could get married. Okay, okay. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. All right. Uh, Lori, get Patrick Albanese on the phone now. <laughs> Patrick Albanese is a man that I have known for about the same length of time as Milt Larson. Patrick Albanese was a manager at the Magic Castle. Patrick Albanese is a joke writer. He's a stage performer. He's a brilliant magician. And he gave me this joke some 30 years ago. I found it to be the greatest joke on the planet. I shared it for the first time with Milt Larson last night, and he looked at me with... Milt's 91 years old. It still went right over his head. It wasn't even over his head. He just looked at me with stunned amazement, like, what in the hell are you doing to me at 91? You really want me to die. So, Patrick, did you hear any of this? Did you get the sense? I missed it. Okay, oh, now, okay, now follow me on this. We just had Milt Larson uh, on the show. Milt Larson and my own self spent some time last night drinking old fashions at his place in Hollywood and shooting the Hollywood S, as it were. I, yeah. de I decided to, to tell him my favorite joke. My favorite joke... Oh, I know what it is. It's I know a, what your favorite joke is. Okay, okay. That's because the first time I heard my favorite joke was from this man on the phone, <laughs> now, now living in the Midwest because he got the hell out of California. Why? Well, did I not explain that he's a, an exceptionally intelligent man? That's why he got the hell out of Dodge. Yeah, my, my parole was up. I could leave. Yeah. So, so Patrick Albanese, do you remember from beginning to end how to tell this joke? Be, I, you do? I, I do. Okay, okay. Because last night I, uh, I did my best at telling this joke to Milt Larson, and he looked at me with, with deer caught in headlights. The, he, he not only not only hated it. I, I'm not certain he got it. He may have. He, you know, he's a very smart guy, and comedically, you know, Milt is sharp. So he obviously didn't appreciate this joke in any way, shape, or form. The best part of the joke was you trying to explain the joke to him. Okay, that, okay. that was hysterical. <laughs> Sometimes you have to. Okay, yeah, yeah. so let us. The beauty of this joke is. You, you, you can tell in a room, when you tell this joke, you will know immediately 
who has heard a million jokes in their life and who has not? Uh, correct. Yes. Well, well, but you know Milt yeah. has. You know Milt Larson has heard a million jokes. He heard a, he heard a million too many. Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ladies and Doberman on Outlaw Radio. Told to you, told to you by Midwest man Patrick Albanese, the world's greatest joke. The world's greatest joke. All right. So a man walks into a doctor, and he and he has a uh, he has a big orange head, big big orange head. And the doctor says, "Well, what's with the uh, big orange head?" And the guy says, "Well, funny thing, that I uh, I was walking on the beach, stumbled across." Uh, a little lamp in the sand, and, and I rub the lamp, and a genie pops out, and uh, he says, oh, God, can grant you three wishes for freeing me from the lamp. This is, this is amazing. Uh, wow, three, three wishes. That's, uh, so uh, well, let me see. For my, uh, for my first wish, I think I would like to be the, the, just as rich as possible. As rich as possible. The richest man on the planet. And poof, genie says it's done. You are now the richest man in the world. Yeah, so that's amazing. I, uh, that's, uh, that's great. I got two wishes left. Uh, okay, uh, wish number two. Well, I just want to be surrounded by beautiful, hot women 24 hours a day, seven days a week that all want to have me. Poof. Done. We let the guy know, by the way, that wish number one would have taken care of wish number two. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that is true. Uh, right. Yeah. He says, okay, so that's two wishes. And uh, I said, okay, that's two wishes. He says, he goes, well, this is where I think I might have screwed up. Oh, now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So now now you're you're explaining this to the the doctor, and the doctor then queries what? What does the doctor ask? The doctor says, okay, that's two of your wishes, okay. So uh, now you have one wish left. The guy says, yes. So for my third wish, and I think this is where I screwed up. I said, for my third wish, I'd like a big orange head. And so that's the joke. And it's just so dang funny. And so that's the joke. <laughs> see, see, <laughs> see, Patrick, we, we all have to say that's the joke. <laughs> Do you notice? Well, but, but, you know, I've told that joke, I don't know how many hundreds of times. Yeah. And half the people in the room will howl. All right. <laughs> and I figured, and you know what it is, is uh, is because they're trying to figure out what the trick punchline is, right? You know, they, they always hear these genie wishes, and the third wish is where the genie just doesn't understand the guy. Yeah, right. You know, I, I thought I said I wanted a 12-inch pianist. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> right. You know so there's always some sort of twist, and so the, the, the comedic person will be saying, okay, okay, let me see if I can figure out. He's got an orange head. So how did he get the orange head? What did he accidentally ask for? Right. That the genie misunderstood for orange head. And then, of course, it turns out the guy actually asked for an orange head. <laughs> and I just love this joke. <laughs> right. Because... This joke was in, was in my wedding vows. I love this joke. <laughs> Patrick, because, because it's not a trick punchline. There, there is no connecting of the dots, Correct. No, 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 no. He's just, he flat out asked for an orange head. Because, but he admitted, he admitted to screwing up, correct? Yeah, I was, and you know, it's, it, to me that's the, I love that, 
you're, you're almost baiting people with that part. You know, I'm from my third wish. I think this is, I, this is where I might have made a mistake. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Because this might, this might be where I screwed up, this general area right here. Yeah. yeah. This concept, this concept of wishing for a, an extraordinarily um, uh, larger than usual head that happens to be orange, right? Yes. It's perfect. And, of course, he's out of wishes at this point in time. Yeah. <laughs> right. But but I guess the good, the takeaway from this is he is adored by luscious women, and he's the richest man. Yes. <laughs> but he's got the orange head. And I don't know. A lot of, you know, I mean, uh, you've met some uh, famous people in your day that have a, a ton of money, but they're four foot nine. Right. And you say, would you trade some of that away to be six foot? And they're like, trade some of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but how many? How many would trade that height to then now have a big orange head? I think would be well, a feasible question. And these, this is, and I thought this would get cleared up in the last election, but unfortunately, they're still counting the votes. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, boy, that sure takes a long time these days, doesn't it, Patrick? Yeah, uh, you know, I'm I'm already counting on 2024. Well, they've already screwed it up, haven't they? Haven't yeah. <laughs> isn't Joe Biden already the winner in 2024? Uh, you know, it's, it, Milt's one of the funniest guys, and he's heard every joke. Yes. But I, I, I think maybe he was just trying too hard to figure the joke out and said, I don't get it. There's, I, there's, I, no, there's no twist. Right. I, I think you're correct about this. I think that's what happened here. Was Be this before or after the old fashions? Oh, this was, was during. This this was during and sort of at the end of the night, but this has nothing to do with it. He's he Milt Larson is much more cognizant while he's uh, imbibing. Mm. Uh, well, I don't know him any other way. Do you, Patrick? Okay, now <laughs> yeah. I have seen him not imbibing. All right. Uh, and uh, you're just better off having seen him. He's, he's, he's still the same wonderful guy, but you're like. I don't know, some of your edges. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. You like a little of that edge, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you know, when when he's when he's having the when he's having the old fashioned, he's always got that kind of sparkle in his eye that you're going, you're pulling my leg somewhere along the line. Any moment, I bet even at 91, he's ready to just yank the chain on oh. you. And by the way, by the way, I every couple of weeks we get together, and he does just that, Patrick. He yanks the chain several times, and you know, and he, he, his humor can be very dark, and yeah. just, just another reason to love him. <laughs> I know, but he does. He's just, I, you know, I, I still remember some of the stories he would tell me, like you know, the Magic Castle. People go, "Is you know, bars all over the place? How did you decide where the bars get placed?" He says, "Well, I, I'd order a drink at one, <laughs> start walking." And when it was empty, I'd say, we need a bar right here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, and then as, as, as he and his brother Bill would walk through the dilapidated old mansion <laughs> while it was being built, they would continue walking, they'd run out of another drink, and then boom, build another bar, and so on, and so on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't build the bars to accommodate the crowd that was in the area. They built the bar first 
And then they said, I'll put a crowd in there. Put some magic over there. Do, you know, it was... But it worked. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, it worked. Since 1962, man, it's 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 a phenomenon. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Patrick, so are you, man. I I hope you're having a happy life. Knowing you, you are. Uh, you're a happy guy. You're a positive guy. He and is. This, and I, you know, yeah, Laura, go I ahead. I remember the day that we went to the Magic Castle and saw Patrick performing on stage, and that was something I'll always remember. That was great. Your your show was great, Patrick. I'm still trying to buy up all those tapes, you know, like Tom Hanks with Bosom Buddy. I'm trying to get them all. <laughs> no, I uh, I introduced you as being a, a fantastic magician because you are brilliant. I believe was the word. Oh, brilliant. Man, you know. Thank you. All right, Patrick. I love you. Have a happy day, love my you, friend. Man. There he all is. Right. That's See ya. Uh, Patrick. Ah. Now, uh, some bad news. Irene Cara. Oscar-winning fame. Remember that song? What a feeling. Yeah. Uh, dead, 63. What? Oh. Is she the one that did Flashdance also? You bet your yeah. ass, yep. man. Yep. Grammy, Oscar-winning singer-songwriter Irene Cara died at her Why? Florida home, age of 63. Uh, her publicist doesn't say what happened, but the publicist says this is the absolute worst part of being a publicist. I can't believe I had to write this. Uh, let alone release the news. Please share your thoughts and memories of Irene. Yeah, th- this is a this is sort of a punch in the gut. Irene Carr, only sixty three years old, and young. gone. Now, Lori yeah. Dowdy Jr., former Broadway dancer, one of your auditions, you featured the song "Fame." Did you not? I did. Do you remember the lyrics? Um, not really. Oh, it's been, a, it's been a long time. Yeah, hold on a second. Now, here's why I bring this up. Oh, God. She used this for an audition. Oh, yeah. But what was the funny part of this that you would repeat fame? What, uh, right. Explain it's the background. this. It's the background uh, singers do the chorus. Yeah, right. And the background singers sing fame. Well, you you thought the song was missing unless that was in there, right? I, I did. So, you, so then you would add the... Fame yes. from the chorus. And which, I would turn my head to the right like I was the chorus. Yeah, you know? Which is, you got to admit, sort of dopey. Right? Well, it wasn't dopey. It was my chorus background <laughs> that wasn't there. All right, so here we oh go. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Ladies and gentlemen. Holy crap. It's right there, Lori. Yeah, right in front of you. This is like in the moment. Yes, it is. I, 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 there was no preparation whatsoever. No, this is but, not fair. But welcome to the world of Outlaw Radio. Yeah, whatever. And as I'm we take. learn how to fly. There you go. Hi. Yeah. Yeah, it could be my backup. It's the high. So Hi. here we go. Lori Downey Jr. on Broadway at an audition. We take you back 30. 40, 40 years ago <laughs> on stage auditioning for a bunch of folks in the audience she wants this gig so bad I did. and this is broadway dancer Lori as we take you to break with Lori's rendition of fame and god rest your soul irene cara gone at 63 years old that's a sad thing here we go ladies and gentlemen on outlaw radio Lori dowdy jr
drinking, smoking, interrupting. Outlaw Radio.